Hola, soy Lola, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. When in it, an unbelievable wit that you might hate, but you can't even do it. you find a drag ball at. Welcome, everybody, now, to another great ring, edition ring. of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man who leads you up this mountain to the summit. You could call me your Sherpa of this mountain called wrestling. It is a long journey, but it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And today's guest comes from Wrestlers Lab, LVAC, PWM, GCW, Pizza Party, which it's not the first time we've had someone off from Pizza Party, so I'm super excited about this. Beyond, H2O, Camp Leafrog, and Synergy, she is currently your PMW champion. She is the Gummy Bear Kid, Erica Lee. That's me, Erica. (laughs) I'm so excited that you decided to come on our show, so I'm, I'm glad that you decided to say yes. Yeah, dude, absolutely. So, um, like I said, first thing, thank you. Um, so yeah, the first question, I'm just going to jot right in. I'm going to ask you straight up, who is Erica Lee? Erica Lee is, um, well, there is actually a country singer that is also named Erica Lee. So if you Google Erica Lee, she'll probably come up first. (laughs) Um, but, uh, Erica Lee is sort of like a Lisa Frank trapper keeper come to life. A lot of bright colors, a lot of energy, a lot of nonsense, um a lot of poop jokes you know I like my potty humor a little pee pee poo poo uh candy reviews on twitter is sort of how a lot of people started to get to know me um during quarantine I just started to review candies put up you know like 60 second videos on twitter and people seem to enjoy them um uh that's that's basically my whole my whole deal that's me boiled down um but like you mentioned yeah pro wrestling magic heavyweight champion um just uh successfully defended that title twice um once in a cross promotional match i defended at battle club um against riley shepherd this past weekend and now am currently in a 30-day 24-7 falls count anywhere title defense um killian mcmurphy challenged he pitched this whole thing to pro wrestling management and our pro pro wrestling magic pro wrestling management that's hard to say um where for 30 days at any point he could run up on me um drag me to a magic ring and pin me for the belt so little disconcerting that i have to keep my head on a swivel right now um he could come out of anywhere uh but that's uh, that's what i got going on right now that's the that's the happenings <laughs> I just imagine it's like our truth. He's just like walk around like I got my baby and I'm never gonna let it go again. <laughs> what do you think's under here? I got this pillow on my lap because I'm wearing the dang belt right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because Killian is like I, I'll be I'll be like full transparency. Killian is like the unicorn. Like I know he exists. I've seen him. Every time I want to bring him on the show, I just it's like he disappears, and I'm just like, how did this happen? <laughs> that's really funny well you know some I guess some things are worth working for and uh maybe you'll get them one day maybe we'll find out but I'm very curious like how did you get into the sport um I basically cold called someone I messaged someone on Facebook um we had like a a mutual friend 
and I saw her comment. It was Jordan Blade. I saw her mm-hmm. comment on my friend's page, and I was like, or something she posted, and I was like, this person is in a wrestling ring. I can see from their little picture. So um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shoot my shot, I guess. I messaged her. I said, you know, what's up? Let's talk wrestling. Uh, I'm interested in, in training or getting into it. And she was like, you know, bet come with me to training next week. And I was like, whoa, like, don't you need to see me do like a push up or run a mile, something like that? Because I don't think you should just be able to walk in. Um, but that's how it works. You just walk in, apparently. And if you can hang, you can hang. So here I am hanging on. <laughs> Yes, that's like uh, I that sounds so familiar because I know a bunch of my friends were all like, "Yeah, we we go and we go and work over here in uh in Baltimore," and I was like, "All right, bet." And so you guys all pro, and they're like, "Not exactly." <laughs> so I was like, "Okay," so like yeah. I joined in with them, and then I was learning how to hit ropes and take some bumps and stuff, and then they're like, "Yeah, you shouldn't be here. We'll hook you up with one of our friends." And so like next thing I know, like. They're like, yeah, you're way better than what we thought you were going to be. So yeah, you should definitely be in the backyard. You should definitely like find somebody else to go work with. So they all pointed me in the direction. Cool. (laughs) Oh, one of my friends was like, yeah, you shouldn't be here either. They're like, we're going to, we're going to take you with us. And so I just started training after, it was like November. And I remember hitting up uh, my trainer who was uh, sicken. And I was like, uh, I was like, oh, I was like, I'll come see you in January. And he was just like, sure, whatever. And then sure, sure enough, the first weekend of January, there I was. I was like, what's yeah. up? <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, people get so many messages like that. Like, I've even gotten messages where people were just like, hey, um, I want to start wrestling. Do you know where I can train? And I'm just like, I don't know who you are or where you live or what you're about. So, no, I don't know. <laughs> um, I have no answers for you. I try to be helpful, but, like, people really like, I mean, that's exactly what I did. Right. So like, I can't blame them. I can't fault them, but like some, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know where you live though. Like this is Instagram. I don't know where you are. <laughs> you, just, you just popped in my DMS and just start asking me weird questions. Like, no, I don't, I can't help you at all until you right, yeah. at least give me some information about you. Like, where- right. Yeah. <laughs> like when I slid into Jordan blades DMS, I gave a whole spiel about who I was. You know what I mean? <laughs> listen I've been a fan I've been a fan of wrestling since I was a kid and uh yeah so I live here give me some info (laughs) this is my address (laughs) what next (laughs) I like that I like that so I'm very curious because I've seen I've seen a lot of your work actually so I'm very curious though what's been the worst bump you've ever taken um that's a that's an interesting question I feel like there's no rhyme or reason to some of like the worst bumps. Like obviously when you're like first training and you take like that first choke slam or sidewalk slam or something like, you know what I mean? Like there's that first bump that like gets you in your leg. Oh, Hmm. And then, you know, like, I don't know, a random back bump will hurt really bad every once in a while. You're like, why did I do that wrong? Um, honestly no you're right you're right 100% yeah like I was in training last week and I took something and I was like "Mm, that wasn't right like but it wasn't like a crazy nasty bump it was just like whatever the stars aligned and my back hurt right so 
I don't know. I think, I think my worst bump is probably something super normal, like, uh, like a sidewalk slam probably, but nothing like Harlow O'Hara going through that, uh, barbed wire crucifix to the floor. Definitely. I've not done that. I've not taken bumps like that. Not really interested. Um, so, so yeah, my worst bump is like super boring. <laughs> that's, that's all right. I mean, I, uh, I saw like a Kiritazawa do that, that senton splash that he does off the top rope. And I was like, I want to try that. And I did it. And I was like, I'll never try that again. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I definitely took, I took a monkey flip. Um, we still got me? Yeah, you're good. All right, cool. Um, I took a monkey flip in training once a series of monkey flips and they just kept getting like wonkier and wonkier. And I was just kept landing more and more sideways. And I was like, oh, I hate this. Each one feels worse. When can we stop? Like, I'm not getting better at this today, <laughs> today here. Now it's not working for me. Like I'm not giving up on monkey flips, but like, whew, I need a break. <laughs> I need to walk away from this for a moment. <laughs> I see, that was something you know it's weird so we're recording this on a on a Tuesday just kind of be full transparent um but on Sundays where I normally train and we were I was learning how to take a monkey flip it's, mon it's funny how you bring that up and I couldn't land on my back if it makes mm -hmm. sense like I wasn't land on my butt I was landing monkey flips and like oh I, you're just doing like a resort day yeah and I was just like I was like yo but I was like I was trying yeah. to land on my back, but I was always landing on my feet and my Just over rotating. Yeah. yeah. You're mm -hmm. like instincts kicking in like, nope. Like everybody's like, yeah, just Jeff Hardy it. I'm like, okay. That's it. That's the direction. Yeah. They say like, just Jeff Hardy it. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Like I know what he does. <laughs> that doesn't like, you can't just, you know, yeah. you don't try to, you don't, you don't get coached in basketball and someone says, you know, like, oh, just. Michael Jordan at all, just LeBron James at all, you know, like you just, oh, oh, right. Yeah. I'll do what they do. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, let's curry this shot. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from like one of the worst pumps that you've taken, I'm very curious though. Like what's like the hardest hit you've ever taken then? Um, when Billy Dixon broke my nose. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Billy, love you. <laughs> full transparency there you go <laughs> we're good friends but that was a rough one yeah broke my nose got a concussion um that was rough uh um just protect your brains you know for anybody listening anybody watching um it's not like I know a lot of wrestlers we joke about CTE and we joke about concussions and we joke about you know having memory loss and this and that but it's not funny it's it's real serious so Anything that you can do to protect your brain, protect your head, just do it. Yeah, I, I, I love that answer. And I love that, like, that response afterwards. I have a couple of friends and myself, like, you know, we're former military and now we're finding ourselves in the business. And some of us suffer from TBI because of some shit that happened. And like now I find myself like, yeah, and I agree. Like every once in a while, like I'll just have a lapse. I'm like, I know I read that somewhere. And they'll be like, yeah, you was on your phone like 10 seconds ago. I was like, yeah, I bet that's what it was. <laughs> I, bet, I bet that is what it was. <laughs> I'll be like, I read it. I'll read it once and I'll be like, hey, what was that answer? And they're like, dude, it's in your phone. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but can you just say it? Because if I hear it, I'll, I'll remember it. 
Yeah. I mean, the best part, and it's fun because like, it's okay. It's not funny, but it is funny to me. Um, I mess with my friends, like, cause they all know that I have like, I've had concussions and stuff like that. And like, I'll, I'll make them repeat stuff purposely, just sitting in a car, like on a long car ride to like wherever we're going. I just, yeah, like, yeah it's just like, Hey man, like, uh, what was that spot again that you called? <laughs> and I'll just wait. And then like 15 minutes later, I'll be like, all right, man. So we go back to the beginning. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> and they're just like, we just talked about this. I was like, I know, but why did, so what was that spot again? <laughs> it's just so mad. I just, just with them a I little just, bit. Yeah. And they can't get mad. Cause they're like, no, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, you got a bad brain. All right, buddy. We'll explain it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll just write it down for you, buddy. <laughs> we, oh man. But it's, it, it's, it's wild. I think for me, like, well, one of the hardest hits I took uh, was from a friend of mine, which is, is weird. Cause I feel like your friends are the ones who hit you the hardest. Um, but I got hit with a Polish hammer in the chest and it knocked all the air out of my lungs mm, and then I hit the ground. That. Yeah. And then I hit the ground and whatever air was in my lungs went out mm-hmm. and I couldn't breathe. I was done. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, like another thing, like, and I, I really love this whenever I get answers for this one, it's really fun. So what's like one of the hardest things that you've learned in the, you know, in the sport so far? Um, like sports specific or like a life lesson? Why not both? Why not both? True. Um, I know it's corny as hell, but like, if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is gonna like, that's the truth. That's, I mean, you got to project confidence at all times and you gotta, you gotta know what, not just what you're capable of, but like what you're worth because no one else is gonna be able to tell you that so that's I mean huge important lesson for the business and for life um just being able to like portray what I want people to see because I know that's what I'm capable of um call it fake it till you make it call it confidence call it you know believing in yourself whatever it is all you know corny cliches aside it's it's the truth and that's definitely something wrestling has taught me, like through different situations in training and traveling in matches and meeting people in seminars, you know, in every different scenario you can imagine through wrestling, that lesson has been hammered home time and time again. I like that though. That is great. Like that's something that I feel like a lot of people need to hear. Like there's like that line between confidence and cocky, but like yeah just be confident that I like that just it's tough it's tough and I feel like when when people dismiss like corny or like cliche stuff like that out of hand it's because like they they've heard it so many times and they haven't felt it you know what I mean like I think when you feel stuff like that and you like actually like absorb that lesson in real time you're like oh that's why people say this all the time that's why it's a cliche that's why you know it's it's everywhere Um, and it's easy to like take for granted having, having those, like, um, those expressions on hand and and being like chirped at you all through public school or whatever. Um, but I think when you learn it through either like a giant mistake or like watching someone else, uh, go through something, um, it's, it's a lot more like impactful and you're like, oh, you know, it sounds simple, but it's actually like really hard and really true. That's cool. It is. I feel like that's like something like I've been working on, like even just like throughout life, like 
Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to turn 36, and I'm still walking through life like, yo, am I really that good? Am I good enough to like do this? And like, am I? Can I do this? And like, I have to. I question myself like all the time, but like, God bless, man. Like, if I put on my ring gear, suddenly I'm like, yo, I belong here. <laughs> and I just walk around. I'm just like, what's up? Like, I'm yeah, you gotta it. flip that switch. Mm-hmm. It's 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 cool. It's it's definitely fun. And like, I watch I watch uh, some of your videos on TikTok actually. And uh, I was like, she just, I, cause you just ooze confidence. Like, you're just like, yeah, I know who I am. And I definitely am like comfortable in my skin. So I'm just like, that, that's how I want to be. <laughs> Dang, all right, cool. <laughs> all right. So it's something that I've been learning um, as I've been like going through my journey here in, in, in the sport. Um, but I'm very curious because like, I know a lot of wrestlers don't eat before like not before the matches but just before the show right usually like mm-hmm. two or three three four hours they won't eat before the show but they always have like a post-match snack or like a post-match meal so I'm very curious like what is your post-match meal or post-match snack so I'm I'm like really really bad at um like routines and consistency not not so much consistency but like but like routines and I don't know if it's superstition but like having those those um like pre or post you know snacks or like rituals or whatever like I'm I'm super bad at establishing those and I still like I'm I'm I feel like I'm still establishing like what my pre-match rituals are um because I found recently like I just haven't been eating enough on show days Mm. and I know it's really affecting like my my energy levels um so I've been trying to eat more um day of because like you know you like nerves and like adrenaline and like honestly just like traveling like it's it's hard to like plan out like how close to the match you can get something to eat especially if you show up to the, if you have to show up to the venue you know a certain amount of hours beforehand and you have to stop before you get there because you're in someone else's car and you can't just like go down the block or whatever like it can be really hard to just logistically coordinate what you're going to eat um on, on the show days. So I've been trying really hard to, to, uh, to fix that, to remedy that and eat a little bit more. So I have more energy and I have a little bit more in the gas tank, but, um, I did eat an entire pizza once before Cassandra cup. That was a mistake for sure. <laughs> um, or no, that was before our leapfrog show. It was the same weekend though. Um, before Cassandra cup, I had Burger King and that worked out great for me. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people will like question what I'm eating because I'll, I'll, I'll have like you know a whole pizza or Burger King or whatever 7-Eleven pizza. Um, <laughs> 7-Eleven pepperoni pizza is good, and no one can tell me any different. I, I, you get no arguments from me for that. <laughs> it's exactly what you need sometimes. Sometimes. Um, sometimes <laughs> you gotta look at it though, like check it out first. Don't just go in blind. No, because um, you know what you're getting when you walk into Seven Eleven. It's not like you'd be like, hey, you know, this is like, this is like the the the, the epitome of pizza. Like you're paying you five gotta, bucks. You gotta get eyes on on that cheese. Like, does it look crusty? Does it look old? Maybe skip it. But if you got a hot, fresh one, like dive right in, get two slices. Um, but yeah, no, that's, I'm, I'm awful with like pre post-match snacking. Like maybe I'll have like a cliff bar, or, like a package of like nuts or whatever. Um, but yeah, I definitely try to get a little bit of candy and like a little bit of sugar before my match. Um, gummy bears, the Albanese gummy bears are obviously my favorite. 
Um, but any, any type of like quick sugars, um, before the only, I would say the most consistent thing that I, that I consume day of diet, Dr. Pepper. I absolutely love diet, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I think for me, it's, it's like monster energy drinks. Like I usually, I, I don't try to drink like a ton of them. So like maybe like three or four hours before the show, like I'll drink one. So that way I'm just like, all right, like my nerves are all high, but then like, as soon as like the match gets going, like I start to feel like, all right, I'm going to be leveled out. But then like, that's an interesting tactic. Yeah. I'm just, it's something that I used to do like while I was overseas. So whenever like we're, <laughs> I was getting ready to go work a mission, I would smash or rip it, which is like, that's like a, the, yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of friends who are, who are in the army. I've, I've heard about rip it. Yeah. So I just do that and go work a mission. So yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's probably, I, I feel like every time I do that though, like I start to like chill out and I'm like, all right, cool. And then like, sometimes things go well, sometimes things just become a total fucking disaster. And I'm like, whatever, we're going to ride this out. <laughs> uh, Gotta roll with the punches. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Cause like, well, like my trainer, like he's always like telling me to, he's like, dude, like, this is the one thing like he like he because I got upset one night and um it wasn't during the show it was during the practice and I was doing a practice match and I just got mad and I was yeah. upset and he was like dude he's like I've already told you it's not when if it's not if you get injured but it's when you get injured and it's equivalent to he's like it's equivalent to this it's not if you screw up it's when you screw up because you're gonna screw up <laughs> yeah like, for sure. yeah so it was like it was kind of cool advice for me to get but then like ever since then like I've just maybe I'll get upset about something. If I mess up in a drill, I'll get upset. But otherwise, like if we're running a practice match, I'm like, whatever, <laughs> I'm just going to mess up. I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. There's no such thing as a perfect match, right? No, 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 no. I feel, I feel like, uh, yeah, I have to agree. There's no such thing as that perfect match, but speaking of getting crazy advice, I'm very curious, like what kind of advice would you give to up and coming wrestlers? It's definitely protect your brain. Number one, uh, number two, um, if you feel like it's time for you to move on from, uh, from a situation, then trust your gut and move on. Um, cause there's definitely like levels to this shit and some people are going to stay where they're at forever. Right. And you don't want to, if you don't want to stagnate, then you got to move on. Um, it's fun to like hang with your friends. It's fun to like find a group that you like chill with, but if you feel like you're not progressing and if you feel like it's time for you to go, then go. Yo, I like that. I like that. I feel like that's the first time I've heard that, like on our show. Well, I'm a genius. Hey, yes, you are. I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) All I need from you, though, this is kind of like my last big question before we jump into the second best segment of the three count podcast. I need one do and one don't of the locker room. Ooh, um. One do and one don't of the locker room. Um, specifically, I'm just going to speak straight to promoters. Do have a separate area for women or non-binary people to change in if they don't feel comfortable sharing a locker room with a bunch of dudes. Do have a separate area for women and non-binary people to change in if they don't feel comfortable sharing it with dudes. That's the do. Um, the don't would be don't, if there's only one outlet, don't hog it. And if there's only one mirror, don't hog it. 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, you got to share the resources. You do. You do. It's funny because like uh, I, at my first show that was at, I noticed that and I was like, oh, so I went to Walmart like the next day and bought like a, a jumbo battery pack, like a rechargeable one. And I was like, I'm just going to take this with me everywhere. And now, now I know mm-hmm. like people are coming to me. They're like, hey, man, do you have an extra spot that I could plug my phone in? Like, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> once you get once people know that you have that, it's like cats out of the bag for sure. And like a lot of people bring their own stuff like merch tables. I've seen people like bring they always have a folding table in their car and they bring it out. I'm like, that's smart because a lot of venues are like, oh, yeah, sorry, no table. It's just like set up on the ring. And if you're the only person with a table, it's like prime real estate. Yeah, <laughs> call it where you see them. I, I, mm-hmm. I've noticed that too. Actually, my, my trainer does that everywhere. Like he's it's very smart, very yeah. smart. I was like, damn. And he's always set up. He's got like lots of stuff too. I mean, he's been in a business for, I think he's like 13 years now, but then like he, the way he sets up his table is like very meticulous. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. but you know what? The man walks out he doesn't ever have merch when he leaves and I'm like mm, I've been doing this a while I was like I'm gonna start start drawing my table out and just <laughs> figure it right. out right put the map on it yeah all right. all right well that is it for all my heavy hitting questions but it is now time to move on to the second best segment of the three count podcast and people are like well, what's the first? Well, it is the Red Dogs Power Rankings that you can find on our debate shows every Sunday, or you can find it on TikTok or IG, you know, every Monday or Tuesday, depending on whenever I get the pictures in from Chaz, and then he'll, you know, I'll put them up. Anyway, this is the three count podcast, 10 count questions. Erica, this is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast. It's whatever first comes to mind. Okay. So we're going to put on a timer for added pressure. I'm nervous. Oh. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite movie? Um, Roadhouse. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Pokemon or Digimon? Neither. Nerd shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Favorite cartoon? Um, I don't really like animated media. Ah, uh, hey Arnold. I, I like that though. We're going to go back into the nerd world. Batman or Superman? This nerd shit, man. I'm not no nerd. <laughs> I just love the fact that it's just like, no. Uh, favorite color? Blue. Hey, shout outs to that. Uh, Night Owl or Early Bird? Night Owl. Favorite podcast? Um, obviously the Three Count Pod. Yeah, it's like, What? like we prep that or anything nominate one wrestler that you want to see on this podcast hmm why not track down that unicorn what was his name C- connor mcmurphy yeah i feel like it was something like something like that killian uh i don't know he that says sounds a, wrong that sounds fake yeah i feel like and he said he's a sh- i think he's a shooter something like that i think he's a shocker hey you might be on something <laughs> I have to. <laughs> and last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person that comes on this show: favorite curse word. Oh, that's a good one. Toots. I like it. I like it a ah, lot. Toots. <laughs> well, bet that is the ten count question. So, Erica, all I need from you is to let our viewers and our listeners know where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Erica Russells. I'm on Facebook. Uh, my name is Erica Lee, L-E-I-G-H. 
Uh, I'm on TikTok, but I don't really post that often, so don't bother. But I'm a good time on Twitter for sure. If you were going to follow one account and one account only, Twitter. Right. And there you have it. So you guys know where to find her. Uh, and, you know, that's that's how we're going to wrap this up. Because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering Ring. And like I said, I am your Sherpa, the man who leads you up this mountain. But it's never about the red dog. It's about who's entering the ring. And who's entering the ring? You see her right there. Her name is Erica Lee. She's a badass, the gummy bear kid. And uh, you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there. Or you just... Just wait till the end of this episode, wait till the outro, and then the next episode will play, and you can listen to us some more. Peace. Hey, Three Count Podcast listeners, it's your host, the icon, Chaz Evans here. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. That's uh, the Facebook, that's the Twitter, that's the Instagram, that's the Snapchat, when we don't have Snapchat, the photo, but we don't have photo bucket. But make sure you follow us on all those things at Three Count Podcast or at Three Count underscore pod. That's on the Twitter, by the way, Three Count underscore pod. But yeah, definitely also make sure you check out our YouTube channel and uh, subscribe to our videos. And if you really like us a lot, a lot, definitely go find us on ProWrestlingTees.com slash the number three count pod and get yourself a three count podcast t-shirt and make sure you continue listening to us.